Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Chuck Grassley, who has been in the Senate for decades, says he has not even read the indictment. How is that even acceptable for his constituents that the former president and Republican frontrunner is facing criminal charges? And Chuck Grassley, he didn't get around to reading it. What else could he have been reading this weekend? That was Stephanie Rule on MSDNC yesterday attacking Senator Chuck Grassley after his Senate floor speech on a subject completely unrelated to all of the breaking news that he offered them yesterday. But because they have the journalistic ethics of North Korean propagandists, they instead changed the subject and attacked a standard left-wing tactic that we see quite commonly. Wait a minute, Senator Grassley came out and said things that are incredibly incriminating about the President of the United States? Let's attack Chuck Grassley for something else. Let's not bring up what he said at all. The FBI whistleblower, the documents, the redactions by the FBI, the fact that it's an unclassified document, the fact that it incriminates the Democrat President of the United States, who has the IQ of a jellyfish. That's what you get in a box of Cracker Jacks and from the American news media. Man, oh, Manischewitz, I am, uh, I am telling you, this is, this is gigantic, gigantic stuff. And uh, again, how many classified documents for President Trump and how many classified documents for Hillary Clinton? Oh, yeah, Joe Biden was when he laughed about having the prosecutor fired in Ukraine while the prosecutor was investigating the company Burisma that was funneling millions of dollars to the Biden family, investigating them for corruption. You may remember President Trump made a phone call to Ukraine, Yatsenyuk, about Burisma and Biden family corruption, and he was impeached for inquiring by the Democrats in the House of Representatives because, you know, it's about political abuse. They, uh, they abuse their political power. It's what they are. It's, it's, it's what they do. But uh, um, Joe Biden, when he, when he made this incredible declaration, and they all laughed, that was at the Council on Foreign Relations with Richard Haas sitting next to him, leading the laughter. Richard Haas of the Council of Foreign Relations, I think, used to have some integrity many years ago. Those days are gone. Now he's a morning joke MSDNC hack. And they've taken over, the left has taken over the Council on Foreign Relations, and, you know, that's their, that's their thing, that's their MO. And then, you know, you can use the Council on Foreign Relations to offer the imprimatur of legitimacy to left-wing crazy ideas. And, and they all sat there and they said, wait a minute, Joe Biden, you had the lead prosecutor in Ukraine fired by threatening the president of Ukraine, the previous president of Ukraine. 
threatening to withhold a billion dollars in U.S. loan guarantees, which they desperately needed at the time. Uh, You fire the guy who's investigating the company that we now know Joe Biden was personally entangled with and financially entangled with, and according to very reliable whistleblower and documents and bank statements, Joe Biden, with all those LLC front companies that, uh, you know, they take a team of investigators 10 years to get to the bottom of where all the money went. But we know, at least we believe we know at this point, that $5 million went from the owner of Burisma, who is an oligarch, a natural gas oligarch in Ukraine. Why Ukraine? What is the Biden family doing having business in Ukraine? But Mykola Zlochevsky, the Ukrainian owner of Burisma, here's $5 million. Here's $5 million for your son. And here's a no-show job for your son and his friend. And if uh, the young Heinz boy would like the same deal, we'll give it to him too. He opted out, Heinz did. But Devin Archer took the deal as a friend of Joe Biden uh, and, and of Hunter Biden. And uh, now it's all out here. And, and where's the, the MSDNC, CNN? They, they buried this thing in a shallow grave. And the Washington Post doesn't have a word about it. I believe the Washington Post still hasn't mentioned since this story came out about $5 million going to Joe Biden. I believe the Washington Post hasn't mentioned, at least in the hard copy of the paper, maybe online somewhere. But uh, they, I get the hard copy every day, and I, I, I believe that it is a true statement that they have not mentioned the $5 million from Burisma to Joe Biden. And I don't think they have any intention of mentioning it because it's not a newspaper. Their slogan is, it looks like a newspaper, but it's not. Let's go to uh, the Speaker of the House, shall we? The uh, the headlines today from left-wing outlets, uh, which are many, um, Kevin McCarthy berates CNN reporter for network hiring Andrew McCabe, the corrupt FBI guy, during tense exchange on Trump indictment. The left-winger is at Mediaite, Isaac Shore, radical extreme left-winger, with the headline, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy tore into a CNN reporter on Monday afternoon for its decision to hire former Deputy Director of the FBI Andrew McCabe, a proven liar, and former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, a proven liar, who lied on camera under oath repeatedly to the Congress, to the Senate, about spying on all of us and using the spy apparatus that we paid for to gather up all of our metadata so they can sift through it later and entrap you like the KGB that they've become. So we've got uh, we've got that going for us there, and uh, you have that exchange there, Michael. Let's uh, let's go to Kevin McCarthy with this this ridiculous CNN fake reporter who is uh, again they're just pursuing the agenda. I can't even tell you how many headlines there are in the Washington Post today attacking President Trump over the the documents, and uh, you know Joe Biden. Classified documents everywhere, unsecured, not secured by the Secret Service, and 
He did not have declassification authority, as the president does. Vice president does not have declassification authority. Secretary of State does not have Hillary Clinton declassification authority. Uh, But all of that is okay. Here is the uh, fake CNN reporter and the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, yesterday. Was that a good look for the former president to have boxes in a bathroom? I don't know. Is it a good picture to have boxes in a garage that opens up all the time? A bathroom door locks. A bathroom door locks. That's not uh, right to the CNN reporter on the other thing, but that's the same CNN reporter. And is it a good look? And and Kevin McCarthy turned it on her and said, I don't know, you, you, you stashed behind a Corvette in a garage? You remember Joe Biden? Remember what Joe Biden said about that? That he said the garage, the, he doesn't leave his Corvette out on the street. That the... The garage has a lock on it, and it's got the Corvette, and it's full of classified documents. Classified material next to your Corvette? What were you thinking? Peter Ducey. Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week. God willing. People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway. It's in a locked garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. You know, you know, we're not talking about your Corvette right now, dimwit. We're talking about the classified documents that you left in a garage. Well, it's not. See, so when McCarthy says, um, first of all, the bathroom is in Mar-a-Lago, which is protected by the Secret Service and has plenty of additional security as well, in a bathroom, and there are cardboard boxes in there, there is no reason to believe there are any classified documents in those particular cardboard boxes. We're talking about... 27 counts involving classified documents. We're talking about 60-something boxes of documents. 27 documents you could put in a little folder in all probability. 60-something boxes, a lot of documents. That means all the rest, not classified. Since the FBI went through and photographed everything and spread it out on the floor and photographed it again and leaked it to the news media. But with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden... No leaks at all. It's amazing. Hermetically sealed. Isn't that amazing? So Joe Biden says, well, the garage was locked. Uh, I think a bathroom in Mar-a-Lago in the private residence of Donald Trump, probably a hell of a lot more secure than the garage where Joe Biden's Corvette is. It is a nice Corvette, but that's not actually what we're talking about here. Just uh, just amazing stuff. Uh, Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, and that was uh, Joe Biden responding to Peter Ducey, of course, at uh, the White House. And that was some time ago when we discovered the documents. And there were documents in the, uh, in the Delaware home. There were documents in the garage. There were elements, uh, th- th- they say, in Chinatown in D.C., but I think they're talking about the Capitol Hill office above the steakhouse, which is blocks from Chinatown but not in Chinatown. But again, not a secured location at all, right? And then this CNN reporter named Lauren Fox. Lauren Fox. It's a good TV reporter name. Lauren Fox sounds like a TV show reporter name. And um, says, uh, uh, you know, you guys at CNN, you guys hire all the enemies of the the proven enemies of the Republican Party that corrupted the FBI and destroyed their reputation and their legitimacy 
like Andrew McCabe. We want to make sure it's equal justice for all. We want to look that it's a weaponization. Now, what, you, are you with CNN, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk yeah. about this even further because when somebody weaponizes government and they actually get removed from government, let's take Andrew McCabe, okay, former d deputy. But this is no, a no, different well, let me, case. no, no, let me answer this is the a question. Different set of circumstances. She's shouting down the Speaker of the House. She just, he's beginning to answer the question. She's supposed to be a reporter, all right? Not a Democrat Party protester and activist. The Speaker of the House of Representatives begins to answer her question, and she jumps in emphatically to cut him off and shut him down because that's what passes for journalism at CNN, which is why I had to leave in disgust all those years ago. Are you prepared to defend him as the former president, and what other actions will the House take in the House Judiciary Committee in terms of funding? Are you prepared to defend your, your network, CNN? That I'm asking, I'm a, I'm answering your question. You could ask me any question you want, but I'm entitled to answer the question, okay? You can't put words in my mouth. <clears throat> this is the testy exchange, the tense exchange, as described by left-wingers in the news media. And he's, of course, being attacked. Kevin McCarthy argues that Trump hoarding documents next to the toilet was sufficiently secure because, quote, a bathroom door locks. Well, Mar-a-Lago is a secure place, I, I can assure you. And uh, Joe Biden's garage was plenty secure enough for the FBI, for the special counsel, for the Justice Department, for the news media, for CNN, for Lauren Fox, all just fine. Well, it was in a well, the garage had a lock on it. Really? Was it in the private residence of a New York billionaire who was president of the United States and uh, uh, running again? Mm, probably a lot more secure. Uh, you think Joe Biden's lawn care people were Chinese nationals working for the Communist Party? Kevin McCarthy. Um, Going after him, and rightly so. Even though your network can hire Andrew McCabe, who was fired from the FBI for leaking classified documents, did you remove him from your network? No, you continue to put him on to give judgment against President Mr. Trump. Speaker. You also hire Clapper. Clapper has come out publicly. What steps is the House going to take in terms of is there any effort to defund the FBI? Not you, do you want to defund the police? Because then the headline at CNN becomes, Speaker McCarthy calls for defunding the police, for defunding the FBI. Now, the problem is that uh, corruption has been revealed at the FBI, and that's uh, the, the, the House of Representatives controls what we still call the purse strings, the flow of money. And if you're going to uh, punish, and they deserve to be punished, the FBI, uh, for corruption then the way the House of Representatives can do that is through funding. But the spin that Lauren Fox, Democrat Party expletive deleted that she is, boy, oh boy. Hey, breaking news for all my fellow Americans. Biden's dangerous plan to force Americans into a digital dollar goes live in just a matter of weeks. No matter what they say, no matter what they tell you, it's not something that's going to help you or me. If you don't take action today, it may be too late. The Federal Reserve will be deployed in phases with the initial launch taking place July 1st of 2023, weeks away. It's called Fed Now. 
And many Americans are going to be completely surprised by this. Everything you've worked so hard for is at stake. But there is a way that Americans can legally opt out of the digital dollar before it's too late. Time to call my friends at American Alternative Assets and get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will educate you on how you can protect yourself from a falling dollar in a volatile market with gold and silver IRAs. Just give them a call today and get smart. Call 888, the number 4GOLD20. Call now, 888-446-5360. Don't let Biden and the crazy lefties force you to use the big government's new digital dollar. Call 888, the number 4GOLD20. Call now, 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, uh, that's that's our news media. You know, if you get your news from CNN and MSNBC and the Washington Post, you might as well wedge your head into your own dark and remote location because you have no idea what's actually going on. I say this as a veteran of CNN from a news media family. Three generations now. I'm trying to warn the world. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. <laughs> I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. All right. um, There is still more Kevin McCarthy and this creative writing uh, major from CNN. She is. We looked it up. And I've got more. And Kevin, I'm going to give Kevin McCarthy big points for the way he approached this. He should do it this way every day. So I'm going to get back to that. Right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Mike calling from Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, thanks for taking me. How you doing? I'm great, Mike. What do you say? I think that this is the best day Trump could ever imagine. We've been waiting for this day for six years. Tell me more. Andrew McCabe now can be subpoenaed to court. Peter Strzok can be subpoenaed to court. This is about classified documents involving the Ukraine and Iran. We can bring in Comey about going after Flynn. In a wow. trial now. Now you're a criminal you're defense a, you're a criminal defense attorney. Yes. Uh all right. For a long, long time. I uh, I like it. I like it. We need to make that happen. 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Well, I like what uh, Mike had to say, longtime criminal defense attorney, Washington, D.C., where there's you know, a lot of criminals to defend, uh, no doubt about that, and uh, said, listen, this is a great opportunity for President Trump and his, his legal team. You saw two of his lawyers resigned on Friday. Had, uh, what was the guy's name? He had a funny name. That, um, we played audio of him yesterday, not realizing he'd already resigned from President Trump's legal team. But uh, Jim, uh, yeah, Jim Trusty, Jim Trusty. Jim Trusty was on television on Thursday and Friday uh, on news shows, cable news shows, defending and uh, standing up for President Trump. And on Friday, he resigned from the legal team, along with another one of President Trump's lawyers, resigned from the legal team for whatever reason. I'm sure the media is trying to get an incriminating answer from him, even as we speak. But Mike said, listen. If this is about classified documents, why not start calling Andrew McCabe and Peter Stroke and and uh, let's call John Brennan. Let's call, you know, they've created this circus. Let's turn it into a four-ring circus and drag every crook in Washington into the courtroom and put them under oath. Let's get cameras in there and let's drag them all up there. Well, how, how do you drag them in? Well, you know, you got a you got a creative legal team, and you and you bring him and said, let's uh, let's put this into context, and let's talk about what the standards are for the handling of classified documents. Let's bring Hillary Clinton in. Let's bring James Comey in, who said that no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute Hillary Clinton for the mishandling of 113 classified documents, including eight top secret classified documents plus. 27 more confidential documents and and no charges there. So let's bring James Comey in and put him on the stand and ask him why no charges in that case with a great many more classified documents, but in this case with the low, low number of 27 classified documents or issues related to uh, the 27 charges. You know how they stack up the charges. So if there were 100 classified documents, in President Trump's possession, there would be 100 separate charges. In fact, probably 400 separate charges because they'd have four charges for each document, wouldn't they? But instead, they have 27 charges and uh, Hillary Clinton, 113 classified documents, eight top secret. Then let's go to Joe Biden. How many secret documents? How many top secret documents? How many classified documents? Joe Biden have over a steakhouse on Capitol Hill. How many did he have behind his Corvette in the garage. And then they found more in the house that he bought, the multi-million dollar house that he bought with his ill-gotten gains. And then we've got to bring the president of Burisma in, right? From Ukraine, the owner, the founder of Burisma, who has the audio recordings of Joe Biden. You know, uh, here's the, the great thing. The New York Times is not in Ukraine, trying to get a hold of those audio recordings. They're not doing that. 
60 Minutes is busy right now making sure nobody's even talking about the recordings in Ukraine and Burisma. CNN would fire anybody who mentioned it in the newsroom. Oh, speaking of CNN, let's go back to this this dim-witted Democrat who uh, is, well, her name is Lauren Fox. She got a degree in journalism in Oregon, University of Oregon or whatever. And then she got into Johns Hopkins University, where she got a master's degree in creative writing. <laughs> in creative writing, because she knew she wanted a career in journalism, and that, uh, you know, these are the skills that you'll need. And then CNN saw, wait a minute, you've got a degree in creative writing? That's what we do here. You're hired. So CNN hired her. And uh, her name is Lauren Fox. And CNN sent her up to Capitol Hill to get Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, and to try to make him say something about defunding the FBI and or the Justice Department, right? And I'm going to give Kevin McCarthy all the credit in the world for the way he handled this yesterday because this this little pixie from CNN who was sent there by her master's to get the Speaker of the House to say something about defunding the FBI. Are you going to defund the FBI? Are you going to defund the Department of Justice? Because they want to change the subject, and they want to make that the headline, where McCarthy and the Republicans are the bad guys, and they're defunding the police. Never mind all the corruption. Never mind the whistleblowers. Never never mind what's actually going on in this city and in this country. CNN doesn't care about any of that. They just sent Lauren Fox with her creative writing degree up to Capitol Hill to try to ensnare Kevin McCarthy and try to get him to say something about, well, we are looking at funding uh, for the FBI. Because they've already trotted this one out a couple of weeks ago. They did this so they, they needed to hit refresh and make the Republicans the defund the federal police bad guys, right? And, and never mind all the corruption at the FBI. And as uh, Kevin McCarthy pointed out, you hired Andrew McCabe, who was fired by the FBI for lying and being a crook and abusing his power, and you hired him to be your expert on these matters, and you pay him money because he's a liar. You also hire Clapper. Clapper has come out publicly. What steps is the House going to take in terms of is there any effort to defund the FBI, any effort to defund the Department of Justice after what you've seen over the last several days? So your network hires Clapper. Good for who him. literally lied to the American public, one of 51 other individuals that had briefings and used it politically to tell the American public that a laptop was Russia collusion, even though it had all this information about the Biden administration. Are you prepared to get rid of those people from your network? She's not in a position to get rid of anyone, of course. She's the cupcake that they sent up there to try to get Kevin McCarthy to step in it, and he didn't. And now, Michael and I were talking about this a little while ago. This is exactly what he ought to do every single day with the media. In his interactions with the media, if I were Kevin McCarthy, if I were in Kevin McCarthy's shoes uh, and I were the Speaker of the House, I would just attack the press and eviscerate them every time they dared to speak to me. They would fear the sight of me walking toward them in a hallway. When I, were, when I was walking toward the microphones, they would quake. They would call their moms to, to uh, beg for support. Now, the Lauren Fox, or the FBI, are you going to defund? And what about the, was, why are we even, what are we, why is that, 
what you've latched onto here, uh, Cupcake. Would it be okay if I called it Cupcake if I were the Speaker of the House? You, you think so? I have approval here in the room. The, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the media would be very upset about that. But then you'd have to look at Lauren Fox. I don't know what she looks like, but I can tell by her voice. And she has a degree from Johns Hopkins, a master's degree in creative writing. And that's why CNN hired her. She has no other qualifications, although, you know, maybe a picture. But, uh, but that's it. So there it is, creative, <laughs> creative writing degree. And, uh, but she's, uh, you know, a tenacious uh, little uh, cupcake. And, and she kept at it. And Kevin McCarthy did the right thing big time. My concern as a policymaker is that when you weaponize government and now you're weaponizing networks, that is wrong. So we will take all of our power to make sure that the legal system in America gets the blinders back on and people are treated fairly. I have a real problem that your network actually pays people who did classified information and then lied to the American public to try to influence a presidential election and then you put them on your network to give an but, opinion but a about, about a president, president and, a, and I'm Trump. answering your your but you're not answering what oh that, very clearly what because what your network has do. done has weaponized at the same time ah uh, and uh, Andrew McCabe the New York Times was excited to announce the ex-FBI official would not be charged with crimes in lying case he was a convicted liar he was thrown out of the FBI for being a liar and was immediately scooped up by CNN to be one of their talking heads because he had already proved his mettle. He had already established that he does what they want him to do. He, in the end, did not face criminal charges, but of course he should have. You may remember James Clapper, who uh, was the director of national intelligence, Barack Obama. He's a crook. He's one of the people that signed on to that big lie letter, the 51, the felonious 51 which was a gigantic lie designed to tamper with our presidential election, and it did so. 51, including Dana Bash's ex-husband, you know, the CNN anchor, anchor woman, uh, her ex-husband, Jeremy Bash, one, not even an intelligence guy, just a political hack who got a political job at CIA, and he signed on to it. Oh, 51 intelligence officials. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and um, James Clapper was testifying under oath on Capitol Hill in a U.S. Senate committee hearing when he was asked by left-wing Senator Ron Wyden whether they were using the spy apparatus of the United States to spy on all the American people, and he lied repeatedly under oath. Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? No, sir. It does not. Not wittingly. No, it does not. Yes, it does. And then Wyden, left-winger, was shocked by the lie that he told under oath, that General Clapper told under oath. There, you're not. Not wittingly is a second lie. That is the knowing telling of an untruth. And that is two counts of perjury, lying to Congress while under oath, but it's just about spying on all of us, which they are doing. And Ron Wyden, Senator Ron Wyden, to his credit, found out about it, asked the director of national intelligence about it, who lied repeatedly under oath. And then when he left, CNN hired him. <laughs> They're rogues gallery of government liars, but they lie for the left. They lie for the Democrat Party. These guys, I tell you, they infiltrated the system 
ages ago. The CIA and and uh, penitentiary face Brennan, uh, who I mean honestly, I, I wouldn't trust him to hold my lunch for a minute. I uh, it's just it's just amazing. And Andrew McCabe, the convicted liar hired by and good for uh, good for uh, Speaker McCarthy for for nailing him, nailing her. I, I, who am I? I haven't uh, seen it. Uh, nailing them, they, I can't say what the gender of the person is. Let's do some house cleaning, uh, Director, if I can. Do you still have your security clearance? Well, I guess. <laughs> James Clapper uh, with uh, John Berman at CNN. Uh, I, <laughs> well, I, I guess... If he hasn't been stripped of it, just just lying under oath to Congress is just a felony. Well, two felonies. To, you know, not to get too technical about it, but uh, there it is. Let's uh, let's go to the telephones, and then I've got more. We've got another anti-Semite uh, giving a commencement address at yet another college because the left is anti-Semitic. That's the thing about them, and racists because they're racist too. If you're Asian. Good luck getting into Harvard because the race, and they're all liberals. They all self-identify as liberals. They may self-identify as, you know, Volkswagen Beetles, but uh, whatever. I've decided that, you know, uh, the car I drive is a modest four-cylinder car that I bought seven years ago. And although it is turbocharged and it's a lot of fun to drive, but it's a modest little car. Uh, Brand new, it went for less than $30,000, but it identifies as a Bentley convertible. My little uh, four-seat, four-cylinder car identifies as a Bentley convertible. And so when I address my car, I address it with great respect and a British accent because that's the way way it ought to go. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Helen calling from Charleston, South Carolina, beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. Helen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's beautiful here today. Um, Kevin McCarthy, every time they ask about defunding, that he should say he wants to defund PBS because I'm telling you they they they've been rattled because the word's getting back to them that people are not going to donate to them, and they've been doing these faux attempts at trying to show like both sides, and they'll report the they'll report the conservative side, and then they then the rest of the thing they do it in a she tries to do it in a non-emotional manner now, which is an improvement, but. Um, and then they spend the rest of the time dis, disprove, trying to so-called disprove it, you know, and shift it to the left perspective. Um, she was there was something to watch last night that Desjardins girl that she's uh, I don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, they try to present they're trying to present themselves as balanced now. Um, but if you watch it the whole way through, you see the pattern every time. They can't can't say. You know, it's like they, they present the, 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 the right and then they spend the rest of the time trying to disprove it instead well, sure. of reporting the news. You tee it up to slap it down, right? That's yeah. that's a they standard practice. Report. Why can't they just report? Why can't they just report the news? That's a really good question. Um, that is a very good question. Uh, you know, that's... I'd send, I'd send them money if they just reported the news. Why do they have to commentary it all to death? It's the news hour. What are they doing with all this commentary on the news hour? Well, it's uh, public, they're, they're public lefties. Money. It's a left-wing culture at uh, the Panhandler Broadcasting System, PBS. They want you to, instead of 
leaving your home or your car to your kids. They want you to leave everything to them. If you have property, they'll take it. If you have a boat, they'll take it. If you have a car, they'll take it. It's a racket. PBS is a is a racket. That's uh, that's and it and it's funded five hundred million taxpayer dollars go to the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, and uh, then they get all kinds of money from local and local governments and local taxes, and then they get uh, from cable companies. It's a total racket. And then they spend all their time fundraising and convincing people to send them money, send them, you know, the shirt off your back. And, and yeah, that, you know, look, uh, Helen, you're onto them, and they've been doing it forever in the news media. Oh, we're going to present the conservative point of view just for long enough to tee it up, and then a panel of five leftists will attack it and eviscerate it with half-truths and and outright falsehoods. And then we'll call it journalism, and they'll get lucite blocks and golden statuettes for doing it. Helen, you're on to them. And uh, I hope what you said about people not sending money to PBS is true. I certainly hope that's true. I'm a journalist, you motherfucker! Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen. So Sesame Street, Sesame Street for little tiny kids now has a Pride Month episode. Got to get the kids early. Just don't call them groomers. Again, PBS, taxpayer teat. Let's go to the DoorDash lady. Here is a, uh, a liberal. Her hair is gasoline colored. She's got tattoos. Uh, she's not athletic enough to join the military. And she made a video of herself angrily railing about pro-American people, if she's delivering food and there are American flags or something, she will uh, behave, respond hostily toward these Americans. Okay, here's what it's come to. If I pull up to your house to make a delivery and you have like a like Blue Lives Matter flag, any of that stupid like Let's Go Brandon like signs about like shooting trespassers, like even like one too many American flags, like your is getting left at the end of the driveway. Like, I don't care if it's ice cream. I'm not coming within 10 feet of your home. I am not getting shot by some like Fox News addled conservative who is just waiting at the door with a rifle. Like, it's not happening. You have been marked unsafe. Like, this is what it has come to with you people. Like, you are marked unsafe. I'm not coming to your house. It's not happening. Her parents must be so proud. Um, Don't order food from her. Blue Lives Matter, that's, that's enough to set her off. And let's go, Brandon. She has no sense of humor. She's, you know, suicidal death cultist, tattooed self-mutilation uh, uh, thing. And uh, that's, that's your Democrat party. These are the people they're raising. Now let's go to uh, the latest anti-Semite. Oh, we don't have time for the latest anti-Semite. Jenna Ablavievan of... Uh, Gosh, El Camino College in California. 
railing again against Israel killing all the innocent Palestinian children because that's what's going on. Just like all the Fox News people shooting the food delivery people. You know, Democrats. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 